Welcome to Annie Bros episode 139. We finally did it. An episode came out in a timely fashion. This week, the cousins talked about what they've been up to while being cooped up at home, and then discussed Azekin at full length. So make sure to wash your hands, because the Annie Bros are starting now. Welcome to Annie Bros. This is episode hu- number. Blah, 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 blah. This is episode number one thirty nine. Uh, we are the Bros, as usual. You can go to our website at www.anniebrospodcast.com. You can follow all of our other friends at our. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I can't. <speak. laughs> We're so rusty. This is terrible. Uh, uh, you know, you can go to our other website, www.anniebroscreative.com to visit what our friends are doing, find out things that they're posting, which is things, believe yeah. it or not, unlike us. Um, and it's interesting because like we're recording this now and it seems like this is a new episode that everyone's going to hear soon, which we, we have two more to post <laughs> before yeah. this. Yeah. So yeah, we're a little uh, behind, but there's there's life events that we have to talk about that will explain that. That's true, life events, and I mean, there's uh, other business reasons why I hadn't posted the other ones yet. So uh, I'm starting to get just annoyed enough to just post them no matter what. So you'll hear those soon because this is the reverse order, I guess. So listeners don't care about what things are happening now because they're gonna already hear this stuff. Uh, but yeah, so like a lot of stuff has happened since the last time we've we've spoken. Yeah, because like, it... the last episode was uh, a nice little review of Komoricon, uh, where I was living in America. Uh, everything was on the up and up. Seemed like we were gonna have a fun election year coming up. <laughs> uh, we were we were very like bright eyed and full of hope at that time. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, if we went back to the end of 2019. I think there was a lot of uh, hope. I mean, certainly for you. I mean, you were heading out to a brand new chapter, and uh, it looked like we were going to turn the corner on a start of a new decade, uh, and or the end of a decade, if we want to get into that argument. Um, we do, because yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, we are here. This is... Um, if I sound like I'm talking into a tin can, it's because we're now recording these remotely. Um, both because one of us no longer lives in the United States and because no one in the United States is allowed to be within six feet of each other. That's right. Uh, as you know, at, well, this will be a great, really fantastic <laughs> time marker because either this was a fun thing that happened <laughs> that you remember that happened in the past tense, or you're still in the middle of it while listening to this. So yeah. uh, we'll see which one it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're in the the, uh, the old coronavirus scare, as, yep. uh, 
as it's being dubbed. Yeah, so this is interesting. Um, when did you... So you moved to Japan at the end of 2019, right? Sure, yeah. So for the listeners at home, to, it is now the end of March while we're recording this. Um, and so, yes, I moved at the end of 2019, like two or three days after Christmas. I got on the, the jet plane and I came across the sea. We said goodbye at the airport. That was nice. Yep, that was nice. It was nice to see you and it was nice to get the heck out. of this that that sinking ship (laughs) yeah uh so so that was then that was a few months ago now uh and it's almost april it's almost april i saw um kind of an absolutely brutal and uh real tweet the other day where it was like guys do you want to feel old this morning was today because (laughs) the the passage of time has um amazingly ground to a halt <laughs> um so <laughs> uh you know i i do want to lay some of this at your feet because i just want to say that you were having too good of a time uh and fantastic time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh obviously i think that the the karma of all of this uh of all of your of your positive life experiences moving to japan establishing a house finding you know work and all that uh it really came crashing down on the rest of us um normally i'd feel bad (laughs) but i don't (laughs) 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 that's it (laughs) uh uh, i've begun to develop this mentality now i know this isn't a political podcast but i've uh over the course of time i've been developing a uh an attitude of well you know, if you want to make this bed, you can sleep in it. <laughs> and so, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Good luck sleeping in your lumpy, lumpy bed that you made. <laughs> so, um, what is it like in... So, okay, I'm based in uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, United States. And, oh, yes, our, our listeners know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we... Our governor has not yet declared um, a stay-at-home mandate kind of you know california and new york have both issued these mandates where um there's they're telling people that unless you have to travel for work or travel for um to get like food or something like that you have to stay at home um oregon's governor has not made that decision yet uh a lot of mayors in the portland area um, are pushing for it because um you know portland's so populated that you know, I was out for a walk today, and I, I was kind of startled by the number of people who were in close proximity to each other. Um, we've been going out and going on walks and whatnot, but only to the extent where we can maintain that kind of six feet away from other other people. Um, but, you know, my business tr- transitioned to uh, we're going to be work from home until April. Um, they said April 1st will be the... No, yeah. May May first, May first will be the first. Be you know, that's the earliest we'll come back to working in the office, um, and almost every major business has done that as well. And anyone who can't work remotely is basically, um, you know, some organizations have been nice where they're saying, okay, well, you know, a third of you can come into the office and we'll pay the others the same rate, um, be on call, 
or you have a lot of businesses that have just had to close down and like shut everything, shut their doors, a lot of restaurants, which sucks. Um, so I, I'm really curious, what is it like in Japan right now? Because I, I feel like, um, you know, Japan was a lot closer to this in the beginning. Uh, and they have a lot more at stake if you look at the Summer Olympics. So I'm just curious, what's it like? <clears throat> That's a great question. Uh, it is virtually unchanged in the daily lives and behavior of everyone. Hmm. Uh, we went to the park yesterday. No, two days ago. Um, because, well, it's unfortunate that our Hanami was canceled in our local park. Yeah. It's very sad. But you can still, like, you know, go to the park. So we're like, yeah, let's go see the cherry blossoms, which aren't quite out yet, so it was fruitless. Mm. But we went to the park, and it was, like, Times Square, 1999. Oh, really? And I'm like, whoa, there's so many people. This is annoying. And That's crazy. Everyone's out just enjoying the park uh but it was pointed out to me and Kauri said this that's how it was pointed out to me that the news has been saying like parks are basically fine because it's not an enclosed area hmm. but like try not to congregate in a non outside space yeah um so she's like it's probably fine but you know that's kind of weird are so stores open th- yep stores are open bars are open everything is open there's no sort of mandate to do anything except for just like live your life and try not to get the coronavirus. Oh. Um, I will say that my work also implemented a work from home until April 30th, mm. but it's rare, I guess, in Japan for for a lot of companies to be doing this, which makes sense, like you know, black yeah. companies and whatnot. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much everyone is just like totally like they just don't care Mm -hmm. Uh, there's more um so every place has like a what do you call it like a hand pump of hand sanitizer like out front yeah like every place has one of those and it's like you have to wash your hands before you come in and that's okay yeah now um, that's so fascinating because i know the schools were closed a lot of school districts were in japan where they said okay we're gonna send everybody home until april but now i know a lot are um having students come back now in america we saw um you know a lot of people like kind of panic shopped because they didn't know they didn't know what they were going to need um it's kind of the meme around the internet that everyone bought toilet paper um but even you know dan and i we went and um we got groceries where if we were given that like if we were if we tested positive or we we came down with it we have like shelf stable stuff that would keep us sustained through the typical recovery period. Um, but then we've just transitioned back to purchasing normal groceries because we're not, the whole point of stocking up is that you don't eat the stockpile, which I think a lot of people don't, it doesn't quite click because they're not really thinking through the process. They're just like, Oh, everybody's buying everything. I need to get mine. Um, so things are a little like it's, it's chaos here almost to a certain extent. Um, and, you know, we have these uh, daily White House briefings that are just an absolute cluster. Um, but it's it's <laughs> yeah. fascinating. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not surprised. I am rather impressed that Japan hasn't gone on full lockdown. But I think they probably have cut off flights from China, right? 
Uh, they didn't cut them off, but they've been like highly scrutinizing who comes in. Mm. Um, oh, oh, they may they may have actually cut them off. They did cut off flights from uh, uh, Italy. Nobody from Italy can come here. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, but it's bad in Italy. Yeah, I they may have cut off China. I'm not. I, I can't remember now off the top of my head. But uh, no, it's really not chaos here. I just went to Occupy yesterday because I needed some things. For wow, uh, another uh, like. <laughs> fun fun side effect of being quarant like quote unquote quarantined yeah. from work at least like staying home all day is i've been just like buying a bunch of shit on yahoo auctions <laughs> and <laughs> and some of that includes like these old retro computers where i'm like man i need these parts so i need mm. to go to akiva to get something cuz i don't want to wait 2 days so <laughs> so yesterday i just like ventured out into akiva and it was like business as usual normal everyone's out everyone's doing stuff and I was like, all right. Wow. I forgot there's a virus. Yeah. That is so fascinating. Um, I'm like just, I, I honestly, I'm kind of stunned by how night and day different um, it is. Because like the, the U.S. has ground to a halt and we're all just kind of indoors. And, you know, were this a normal circumstance, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Animal Crossing just came out. No one's going to be out. But like it's really um i mean i'm like it's like hard for me to even fathom a country <laughs> that's operating normally right now like that's amazing to me yeah everything is great uh the like buying things off amazon uh, i think i mentioned to you this offline before but uh for the viewers at home in tokyo maybe it's like this in new york too but in tokyo uh when you buy something on amazon it comes the next day yeah and that has not stopped <laughs> that's amazing yeah i got an email um i ordered i ordered amazon or i ordered animal crossing new horizon from amazon and i got an email saying that oh it's going to be delayed a few days um and then i got a follow-up email saying that you know we apologize for this delay it's because we're prioritizing household goods and medical supplies and i was like okay I'm, I'm cool with this i had already canceled the order and bought it digitally <laughs> um but yeah, wow. Like I expected you to come on and be like, yeah, no one's getting, yeah, no one's going out. Everyone's just kind of sitting at home. It's kind of like New Year's where everything's just closed. I, I wasn't expecting to hear business as usual. Yeah, everything is straight up business as usual. I think probably there's like a larger portion of the population than usual staying home. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like whoever mm -hmm. has the means to not go to work is doing that, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, and uh, the grocery stores, at this, and this was like, two or three weeks ago, the grocery stores were like starting to get kind of slim, Gotcha. but they've since like gotten better. Like their stuff is back in stock. Like mm -hmm. we went to Costco last weekend. Yeah. So today is su Sunday for me. And this was like last Sunday we went to Costco and it was just like totally normal. <laughs> like just, just like average Costco. Nothing was out of stock. There's plenty of toilet paper. Uh, so it's fine. <laughs> Which Costco do you go to? Uh, the one, well, there's two in Saitama, but one of the ones closer to us. Oh, okay. We have this, we have this like mom and pop car rental place right next to us. Mm. It costs 30 bucks to rent a car for all day. Whoa. That's awesome. I know it is awesome. So like whenever we want to go do some thing that requires like bringing things home, yeah. we just go rent the car that day from this, like, it's like a car. It's weird. It's like a car repair shop. Mm -hmm. like a mom and pop like one small garage and like two people work there and they they fix 
newish cars. Yeah. And then and then they offer them for rental, so people rent them, and if they want to buy them, they can buy them. But if you just want to rent them for the day, you can also do that. That's super cool. That's a nice service. Yeah, it, it is very nice. So we've been using that. Yeah. Did you um did you get an international license before you went over? I did. Nice. Uh, but this specific place doesn't let me use the international license. Which oh, okay. So Cowrie drives. Yeah. Yeah. And she okay. hates it, so we don't oh. drive as much as. <laughs> As we should be, uh, but I can use the international license when we visit Okayama and stuff. So it's yeah, fun. yeah. I'm 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 bummed out. You know, the this conversation is kind of dominated by a a little less excited, like a a little less or less happy, more depressing topic. The you know coronavirus, but um, how like are you? How is living in Japan? We got to do a full episode, kind of diagnosing um, or go, detailing you know how you got there and what you're up to. Um, we can kind of go into that here now today because like we don't have a lot of anime to cover. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So what brought you to Japan? Well, Not, I, I mean, I think we explained this a little bit on the other podcast. Like, uh, like my, my wife is Japanese and she, uh, was here, well, was in the U S on a student visa. And so after, so when you graduate, how it works is when you graduate, you have the option to stay in the u.s for an additional year and work in your field that you graduated from and still keep the student visa but it's like a student working kind of situation uh so she did that i met her when she was still a student but then she stayed there for stayed here for the entire Mm -hmm. year after and then the way that it's set up is you pretty much can't stay more you have Mm. to go so uh we're like what should we do and i'm like well i hate here so (laughs) how about i go with you to japan and she's like all right and then here i am uh so i tried transferring my job because we have an office in japan from the company i was working at and they're like uh no sorry it'd be great if you could but you can't and i'm like okay so I'm going to start looking for jobs. So I started looking for jobs and the person like the, the boss of the Japanese office here from my old company from, from my, well, spoiler alert, I stayed with my new, my old company, but yeah. for at the time, the, the company that I was working at or and still am, it's very confusing to tell the story, <laughs> but from my perspective, what I thought would have been my old company at the time, he's like, Hey, I have a friend who has this, IT company that does like IT for the industry that we're in. So do you want me to hook you up with this guy? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. So I interviewed there, got this job and then gave my notice. And I gave like a, like a three month notice because mm-hmm. in the IT industry, uh, like wrapping things up is like kind of a pain. So I'm like, I want to give them a lot of notice so we can, like transferred the power over to someone else because I had been there for a long time and I had all the information. So they're like, yeah, thank you. That's great. And so uh, that was a, I gave a three-month notice mm-hmm. and started preparing to move to Japan, right? And about one month before I was supposed to leave, they're like, hey, HR like messages me out of nowhere. And they're like, hey, we ha- uh, do you, are you free today for a meeting? And I'm like, I thought nothing of this because it's like, yeah, I'm going to leave soon. I'm sure they want to like give me some kind of end of 
employment information. No, they're like, turns out, remember when we told you you couldn't go to Japan? Well, now you can. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Uh, and and I'm, I just, I hated it. I was like, okay, well, now yeah, what do I do? I, I and remember that. Under normal circumstances, and it sucks because it's like under normal circumstances, that's the greatest news ever, right? Yeah. But it's like, no, 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 you're not helping me. I already, I already went through the process of like doing this, and now I have to like tell another company no, and it just like created a bunch of stress. Um, so I'm like, well, let me think about it, and it basically worked out to where like the original guy who I got the favor for, I don't know if it was a favor. I did interview for this job, but you know, I don't know how much of it was like a favor to my, uh, the the head of the company that I work at now. But I messaged him like the situation and he's just like, Oh yeah, you should stay with your original company. Like that's, that's the best move. Like Mm. no worries here if you need to do that. So I'm like, all right, that's good. I got out of that like embarrassing thing. So, uh, yeah, turns out I transferred with my old company. Nice. Which was fantastic in the in the long run because they gave me a very 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 generous moving bonus and uh I got to keep my stock options which then our company went public just a little while ago. That's fantastic. So, and then so uh, the like, stock market hell yes. tanked. Yeah, true. But I mean, <laughs> this is pharma, so I yeah, feel like you'll... it's going to go back up soon and I can't, I can't even invest any options until like 180 days after the mm. the it goes so yeah you know i'm, I'm kind of locked in until august like no matter what the stock market does nice so we'll see what happens i think you know we're um that's like super exciting and i'm i'm super happy uh for how everything worked out for you uh it's you know we're very fortunate because you and i both work in fields that uh likely won't be directly impacted by this uh global economic shitstorm. um you know, fortunately, in the United States, everyone's mandated to have some form of insurance. So making technology for insurance agents is always going to be a thing. And like you just said, pharmaceuticals, um, very important right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had my first run in with the uh, Japanese healthcare system. Oh, yeah. I must say, uh, America's doing it wrong. And you guys <laughs> uh, need to get your shit together. Yeah, I completely now agree. That I've taken myself out of it. I'm not part of this anymore. Part of your situation. <laughs> so i think as a as a means of transitioning um one of the like common tropes or myths is that you know if you're living in japan you can watch anime all the time so uh how's it how's it going living in japan and watching anime um <clears throat> okay <laughs> you hmm you can watch anime all the time Mm-hmm. But not more or less than you can everywhere else in the world because you can stream anime. Well, okay, maybe a normal person, if you just want to watch it on TV, mm-hmm. like, and you're not going to like try to find it somewhere else, you are kind of limited because you have to, it's just like, you know, TV, you have to wait for it to come on mm-hmm. and like edgy, quote unquote, edgy anime comes on at like late at night. So if you have to work the next day, it's kind of a pain, but most TVs, have like the ability to plug in a DVR. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's it's interesting. Like, the market here for these dedicated USB DVRs is very big. So you mm-hmm. buy a TV and you buy this like external hard drive box, and you just like v like a VCR style set your program to record. 
So people do that. Yeah, <laughs> it makes guess. it easier. Uh, but it's pretty much easy. It's pretty easy. Like I just stream what I was going to watch anyway uh, on my phone on the train commute to work every day just like everybody else and that's where i see everyone watching their anime or reading manga so yeah it's pretty it's pretty i mean you have more time i have personally more time because my commute is a little bit longer Mm -hmm. so i can just watch anime and i have more data now here than i did before yeah i miss i miss the train commutes um not so much when i worked there but when i studied in japan uh, i had like a half hour train ride uh, the first semester and that was a great time just to kind of i listened to a lot of podcasts um just because at that time the streaming services weren't all um up and up and it was it was harder to access them on japan on the fly but um yeah i do i definitely miss a train commute where you can just kind of sit there and consume some media while you're sh- shifting between stations um, yeah it's not too different from when i was in in portland because i mean i rode the max every day yeah uh, what are you watching right now? Uh, sadly, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much only watching Azokan. Nice. And uh, I, I hear you know so- Sora. So the duck flies or whatever. The basketball anime, which is like oh, adapted yeah, yeah, from yeah. a from an early 2000s manga that I have no idea how it took this long to adapt because it's really good. Yeah, I I've only watched the first three of that, and that was a while ago. Uh, I'm not. I'm not current with it. Um, yeah, I think we've like transitioned in, um, into sp- spring season's coming up, and I have no idea what's happening. Like, yeah, I've been pretty much like focused with catching up at work. I haven't even. I don't know. I feel like such a degenerate with comes to anime. I haven't even <laughs> figured out. I what's love going how on. like. I like how you're like you've focused on like a big move and setting up a, a new place and like getting used to like working in a foreign country you're like uh, i'm such a terrible person because i haven't been watching my anime kenny what was it all for if i can't i moved to japan <laughs> like i the whole point is like i can watch anime now right i'm doing the weeb life and i have i'm just ignoring it and uh, going to like nomikai and talking about regular stuff and it's it's not it's, it's not uh, good yeah you gotta work on that see i've been um Although I haven't been watching too much this season, we'll we'll come back to Azokan. But um, you know the new the new season of My Hero Academia is is airing, uh, which is right, pretty let's good. The <laughs> well, you know the unfortunate thing is they just finished up a big, like um, the season starts with this like big kind of high emotion arc, like really high stakes, um, serious arc, and so they've they've transitioned into it's not really filler from my understanding, but it feels like filler. It's like the the manga the original manga was like I need something like a palate cleanser after doing a a pretty dark yakuza arc, um, mm-hmm. and so the the latter half of this um, season four I, it hasn't been my favorite um, just mainly because I'm like yeah I don't really care about this low stake stuff I want it I like it more when it's intense, um, but that's just kind of like been like the the base level thing. Um, I've also been watching. Um, inspector which i think you should really check out because i think you'd like it with how much you watch conan um oh yeah now as a little i, I don't mean to derail your conversation no but, totally uh but when it comes to conan <laughs> getting very depressed because they <laughs> we just watched the episode last night uh mm-hmm. which was the new year special for 2017 yeah 
and we're like, oh shit, we're at 2017. Like we don't have much time. Oh no, <laughs> we're gonna be. It's gonna be over soon. <laughs> Start from the top. I don't want to cut. Well, that's possible, but no, no, I don't want to be done with Conan. There's how else am I gonna fall asleep at night without watching yeah. Conan? You can start watching Sazai-san. Yeah, it's true, but yeah, Conan is like available subtitled mm. all of it. Gotcha. And Sazai-san is definitely not available subtitled all of it. No. Uh, but, but so sorry, it, anyway, Inspector is a um, it's a detective show kind of. Um, the lead character. Uh, as a young girl, fell fell into like a yokai, um, ghost goblin hole, and um, in order to escape, they took her one of her legs and her one of her eyes. Um, but in doing so, they granted her like this knowledge of their world and the ability to um, like problem solve and see yokai spirits uh all that different stuff oni um and so she goes around solving problems for like folk creatures um and she's like obsessed with this guy she bumped into at a hospital once and he also at one point he like ate body parts from three different yokai and so he has like he like ate a mermaid or ate like mermaid flesh or something like that and so every yokai is like afraid of him um, but it's really interesting and um the animation quality is great the store the the mysteries are a little wonky but it's fun just to watch the it's like a you know it's like a detect it's just your kind of run-of-the-mill detective show but it's just fun and use a lot of japanese folklore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um all right yeah sounds fun and then uh so you haven't been watching the new um Monica Magica kind of side story? No. no I am so behind. I told you. It's okay. I haven't watched anything. I've just been watching. Every time Azekin comes out, I watch yeah. it on the train, and, the, and then that's it. And I haven't had a train commute in a, quite a while also. Oh, so. yeah, because you're stuck at home. No, I'm experiencing the same thing. Um, you know, you'd think with being kind of... Like, I literally... I've been working from home since last Wednesday. I had a doctor's appointment and then Wednesday night, I got an email from my boss saying, work from home the rest of the week. We're going to, you know, take notes and we're going to, um, you know, maybe evaluate things. And then by Friday, I received an email saying, okay, whole company work from home until yeah, the 20th. Shutting it down. Uh, and then they said, okay, May 1st. Um, but I really, I've been, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena. Uh, it's the, the online version of Magic the Gathering. Um, and then Animal Crossing now that Nerd. it came out. <laughs> But um, I haven't really, the same with me, with the exception of Azoken, I haven't really prioritized watching anime because I'm like, honestly, I stare at screens so much right now that I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, what I've been doing if I'm not staring at a screen is like, I'll play Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like pull out dice and I, I downloaded a scorecard off the internet and I'm, I've been playing Yahtzee. Um, just because I'm like, I need... Print it? No. I use my it's iPad so screen. I can still, yeah, but I like dim the screen and whatnot. Um, and just at this point, I've just about memorized it, so I don't really need the scorecard. But um, one of the things that I need to get back on track on, I'm mostly caught up is, um, it's called Magia Record, uh, Poila Magi Madoka, Magica Side Story, which is like just a terrible title. It's the new Madoka. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's actually really good. I like it a lot. 
um it has that great um madoka magica art style where like it's really multimedia and um it just has like such a mood it's like it really well, is it captures... made by shaft i believe so yeah it's the same okay. it's all the same people um but it's all different characters they're just kind of it's more magical girls but um there's some mystery involving you know a a, a city where magical girls can go to um be saved and so uh-huh. um it's, just, it's really interesting it's cool there's a big cast of characters because it's actually based on like a uh, mobile game you know um like everything it's the new light novel the mobile game <laughs> um, i know uh, i see so many people playing mobile yeah. games all day but the the cool <laughs> thing is instead of witches i mean they hunt witches in it but there's also this different type of monster called the rumors um and so it's like they take these like urban legends um like one of the arcs deals with this um creature that if you if you're like fighting with your best friend and you want to never talk to them again, you're supposed to write your name on this staircase and then your name and then your friend's name on the step above. And, um, you'll never, you'll like, you'll be severed forever. But if you ever reconcile with that person, this rumor attacks you and, and captures you. Um, and so it's just like cool stuff like that. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's well worth checking out um, if you got if you want to take time out. Um, well, I loved Madoka the first time, so yeah. of course I'm going to watch this. And the nice thing is, I'm sure that if I was like, because I was never, I liked it, and I thought it was like, um, it was one of those things that actually brought me back into anime. Uh, I think you really pushed me to, to watch it when I was in Japan. Um, and I did, and I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. Uh, you know, once you get to that episode three of the original series, you're just like, holy crap, uh, we can still do good stuff. Um, but that was so long ago that I was worried about going to this, like I was going to need background knowledge, but uh, you really don't. It, it kind of sets up everything. I mean, it helps if you know why uh, a contract with um, Q-Bay is bad, but uh, you you get that pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you, uh, did you end up ever watching any of the movies? I never did, actually. I think that's one of my regrets with the series, is I need to go back and watch those. Well, you should, because the first two movies are just recap movies mm-hmm. of the series. Yeah. But the third movie is like a full-on like sequel. Oh, okay. I so should check out you the got, third movie. So you you got to watch the third movie, because it changes everything. third oh, movie is okay. really good. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. It's like... Oh, it's so good. Like, uh, it adds a whole new level of perspective into what's going on in the series. And it's just like, you got to watch it. Oh, and then the other thing, um, before we get to the main topic, uh, there are a bunch of mini episodes for um, Yudu Camp, you know, laid back camp. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw that on the on the chart. Yeah. It's called Room Camp. Uh, and they're like short three minute episodes. And they're basically all. Um, they're tourist ads for the prefecture it takes place in. So they're they're fun. It's like you get the characters back and they're just doing goofy things, but they're completing like a stamp passport for the prefecture. So it's Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Um Speaking of stamp passports, you know you know this uh, okay, I again, yeah. I don't mean to hide No, you're this, good. <laughs> do you know what the uh, do you you know what the latest stamp passport is for all of the stations on the Amanote line? No, what is it? Original Gundam 
characters. Oh, that's awesome. So you go to each Yamanote stop and you stamp like one of the characters from Zeta Gundam or yeah. uh, original Gundam. It's awesome. That, that is awesome. Have you have you started collecting them? Not at all. But oh, <laughs> I see it. I see the stamp station at the Nipori station every single day. Yeah. But you have to go outside. You have to go outside the station to stamp. Oh, That's I hate that. You. That's how they I get know. you. Yep. Yeah. If it's not part of your daily commute, then why bother? We had a, um, Dana and I were kind of reminiscing about this the other day. Um, so we were in, um, Ichinomiya, Machi and Chiba, which was the last major train station, um, that way. And then, or the last terminal station, and then going the other way, if you got to, I want to say it was like Kaihin Makohari Station, there was a um, Kaldi Coffee inside the ticket gate. So Dana occasionally, um, if we needed to get like peanut butter, which was sometimes our grocery store was out of stock, uh, Dana would ride the train to that train station, get out, buy the peanut butter, get back on the train, and then get out a station right before Ichinomiya, take it out, and then get back on the train and come home. So it would take like an hour, but it only costs like 100 yen. Well, I think you can just get one of those tickets that lets you in and out of the same station. Yeah. And just I think that. it was just... It was, it, I don't know if we knew how to quite do that when we discovered this trick, but yeah. It was mm-hmm. always the hassle of having to talk to the tra- the train person and be like, "Didn't you? weren't you gone for like an hour or two hours?" Also, also, do you need peanut butter? Oh, we need peanut butter. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. There was other you stuff they much... sold there too. Oh, uh, you know what? I haven't found there to be a shortage of at all. What the butter? <laughs> well, you're very fortunate that you do not live during a butter shortage. I guarantee it will happen to you. Do you know how much butter we use on a daily basis? Do you use no butter? Almost none. Because oh. why do you use butter? Yeah, see, we were two American cooks, and you have a Japanese cook, so you're not going to no, use No, even butter. at home, I didn't use that much butter. You don't need to use butter. You can substitute uh, olive oil most of the time, and it tastes good. See, I come from the French school of cooking, where if it's not a stick of butter, it's not a real dish. Well, look how good the French have been doing these last <laughs> decades. Okay, that's <laughs> why so they always lose war. They're like, "Where's the so butter?" They, keep, they lose wars. They have revolutions every ten days. Like, come <laughs> on. Uh, okay, so um, we got into kind of a debate, uh, and so the last the last show I've been watching, um, the other show I've started watching Monthly Girls uh, Nozaki Kun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I made it like I'm like five episodes in. Um, it's funny. Okay. I like it a lot. It's funny. Uh, you you did tell me you're because so listeners at home, this is what happened. Um, I said that keep your hands off Azoken, which we'll talk about in a second, um, which an anime airing right now. Um, I said it's the best. It's probably the best anime I've seen since 1995. No 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 no. Stop stop yeah. stop. Okay. Yeah go. The word probably take that directly out because that's not okay. what you said. You said it is unequivocally the best well, anime since 1995 the best well, okay. what i said is that you know uh like I, personal we, preference I, I'll, I'll, get the I'll tweet, the tweet where's the tweet read the tweet to me i don't it's gonna be okay. a pain for me to pull it up yeah, i should have pinned like it a bunch of incessant crap all day so I, it's gonna it is gonna i'm be locked in my apartment all i do well, is tweet that, 
Not an excuse, because it's always like this. Oh, here we go. So, um, I said, quality is largely subjective to your own experiences and preferences. That being said, I firmly believe that Azoken is the best anime series since 1995. And then you appropriately responded, the best one I've seen. Um, the best one you is saying that I've seen. And so I asked you, I was like, I asked you for a list. You gave me a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have located all the, those series and I'm going to watch them all. Um, uh, and it's the funny thing is, you know, you pointed this out to me. I didn't make a judgment call quite yet, but you did say that Nozaki-kun of the ones you listed was probably the weakest. Um, I did, and I don't understand why you started with that one, but yeah. okay. It's the shortest. It was the shortest one I had access to, um, but it's still fun. Now well, you were only going to watch five episodes regardless. Well, I that's be, <laughs> of any know, of the ones you chose. <laughs> that's not true. I'm looking forward to to watching from the New World. Um, that yeah, one that's actually, the one I want you to watch. That's yeah. actually the best one that I think that yeah. I, I listed off. But that being said, the thing we both have been watching is uh-huh. keep your hands off Azoken, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise known as Azoken Niwa Teodasuna. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a series uh, airing right now. It's being done by Science Saru, which is the production company that um, uh, Misaki Yuasa uh, is kind of the the front person for, with another a lot of other great great people. Um, just uh, a Masaki Yuasa. Um, he's also the director for the series. Um, and it's fantastic (laughs) like i don't know um it's very good yeah it's so for those who haven't seen it yet um keep your hands off azoken is a series about three high school girls um you have midori asakusa who uh is a kind of the way you I like however you're going to describe this. Yeah. It's going to sound not as cool as it is. I know. Because There's nothing that say, can do it justice besides watching it. You're just like three high school girls. They're in a club. You're just like, fuck that show. But <laughs> so, it's, uh, uh, it's not, it's impossible to explain in, a, in like a fun, interesting way. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me go over the plot. And then I have, I think I have a sentence or like a way to describe the show that it really should hopefully demonstrate why it's so good. Um, so you have Asakusa, who is kind of a military otaku, um, a bit of a like a survivalist uh, explorer, and she is um, an avid concept designer and background background designer. Um, and throughout uh, over the course of the series, she kind of reveals herself to have a director's mindset. Uh, and then you have Tsubame uh, Mizusaki, who is um, a model. But she also loves animating, um, and so she does like character design and um, animation. And then they are kind of held together by Sayaka Kanamori, who <laughs> is the producer. Like she is the producer. She's um, like the greatest character of all time. The, the like seriously, like legit the best character. Um, but what Azoken is about, it's about like the first time I ever saw anime like that's the feeling of this show like if I if I went back and like the first time if I could 
if I could capture the feeling of the first time I saw the rocket launch sequence in <laughs> uh, Wings of Honiomise. Honiomise, yeah. yeah. Um, like, that's the feeling that this show is. Is this... Um, it's So, in, in like the first five minutes, you see a, a, a younger version of Asakusa um, at home watching um, Future Boy Conan on TV. And she realizes that someone drew that sequence Mm -hmm. and is like, I want to make anime. And like, that's what, that's the whole, that's the whole of the show. It's demonstrating to the audience. What is it like to make anime? Um, I just love the show so much. I think that like, sincerely, I had to really think about it. Cause I was like, yeah, I think cowboy bebop was made after 1995. But I, I like it, like I, I, you know, I really did some soul searching before I made that statement about like, is this the best thing? And I'm like, yeah, I think it is. I have never seen anything else that so accurately like loves anime the same way that I think like people love the, like, it's clearly a show made by people who love the medium and want want to want to like connect with everyone else who has that same feeling for sure yeah for sure uh i largely agree with your sentiment about the show like full full on like yeah it's it's awesome it's great i love it a lot and i will use hyperbole to say yeah it's (laughs) the greatest show i've ever seen but i have i don't know if it's actually the the best to come out for quite some time because Mm. i mean we love it but it's it's pretty pandery toward like our specific niche <laughs> and it 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 does everything great and it it panders perfectly and it like mm-hmm. isn't like overbearing it isn't annoying it's like really really good but like i don't know something like cowboy bebop is probably technically better mm. it, like you know on all the points of merit that like warrant it to to be like regarded True. as like a great a great show mm. to like know. a more general audience to more, to a more general audience, sure. You know, but and like I, I don't know. I don't know. Like the storytelling is like better. Well, Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop actually it's very episodic, so not really. But there are other yeah. shows that have like a better, a better like story told mm. than this show. This show is really good, and, yeah. but like I don't know, like pacing and story and like I don't know, conflict and things are like mm. not. <laughs> it's like not. It doesn't really exist. Like they have their own obviously conflicts and things like that. Yeah, but. Um, you know, it's not like you can't really compare it to like a great epic or something mm. like this. I yeah, I see where you're coming from, and I think you know that that does make me think about how much enjoyment of this show. Like, I think I think a person can come in and watch this without any background knowledge and really get it. Um, but there's definitely moments where like my copy of um, or like. Annie Bro's creative copy of the No Ten Key Memoirs <laughs> is just sitting on a sh- like sitting out in the open in my apartment right now because there's been so many times where over the course of Azoken I'm like, is that a are they talking about like yeah like yeah, Daikon films and then I go and uh-huh. I grab it and I look up the section I'm like, holy crap I really think this was like a Daikon film thing or um you know I a minute ago I was just talking about the rocket launch scene from Royal Space Force. And there's a scene in 
Azokan where they're doing the I think it's a rocket. They're launching a rocket as well, and they do the same like frost yeah. condensing and the shards coming off. Um, or yeah, there's it's a just, like explaining like why that happens in real life. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Or you'll have, um, I mean, there's obvious visual things like uh, in a recent episode, Kanamori does the famous um, Akira motorcycle slide, um, uh-huh. or you'll have Asakusa turn to um Tsubame and Kanamori and suddenly uh she has like a gray beard and she's wearing like a Hayao Miyazaki smock and like mm-hmm. she's just talking like high like Miyazaki would talk and it's like oh okay um but there's a lot of other subtler things like um you know I to a certain extent I really feel like um Azoken like the actual club is supposed to be like Gynax, like early Gynax. Uh, it's supposed, it's supposed to be like everything, but there's also like this feeling. Um, sometimes it's like, you know, who's Hideaki Anno in this? In this, like, I think Asakusa, certain times is Miyazaki and certain certain times is Anno, in the approach. And so there's a lot of that layering that, um, because everybody who works on it loves animation so much that you know it, it's enhanced by a deeper understanding and so maybe that's why i'm saying like as someone who's been in it like just you know entrenched in anime for so long this is just hitting all my buttons but maybe you're uh-huh. right this wouldn't be the thing where i'd be like you're new to anime you should watch this no of course not like people who are new to anime probably don't have any idea what's happening yeah they're, they're just like this is a fun show and that's yeah i mean it is really fun to watch but it, it is like an anime for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like we love it because they were like, well, check out all these like crazy awesome things. But it's like, I don't know. I, I argue that it's like, it's really, really niche. And I don't mm. know if it has like an appeal that anyone will care about if they don't already like animation. Like yeah. you have to specifically love animation. Uh, and the fact that you can like ask who is Ano in this is mm-hmm. like, the most niche thing you can yeah. say like, no one cares about things like that like so many people are like i'm gonna go watch the my hero academia movie and they couldn't name one single person that works on an anime it's like, true they they don't care like it's not for them so that's why i like i don't know if it's the greatest anime to come out in a while but mm. it is like an otaku's anime and it's like one yeah. it's like it's like maybe number one or like up there in the top three of like anime about otaku yeah uh it's it's really good there's like no real flaws in it and like what it's trying to do i think like it's yeah perfect pretty much but uh yeah i I, I just struggle being like it's not the greatest anime to ever come out (laughs) (laughs) well that's our like that's our that's what really signifies us as otaku is that you know i made a statement like that and you're like this guy's wrong i need to correct this (laughs) i think that's that's really what this is um i mean is it really i mean who who's the winner if you watch a bunch of good anime because I told you to? True, exactly. I'm the winner. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we both we both win. There's no losers in this situation. True. You've watched a bunch of good anime and like yeah, I got you too. So <laughs> <laughs> and you know I it's the it's just so it's so good and like I I'm really happy for Masaki Yuasa because um, he's been on a roll lately i mean i think a lot of people in the west started paying attention because of devil man crybaby um mm-hmm. 
But, you know, even on your list, you have Ping Pong the Animation, which is another one of his his work. That, that's a really good anime. You'll love it. It's It's um, got, like, Studio 4C kind of, like, look to it. It's really yeah. weirdly animated. And, you know, we, early on as, like, kind of hipster anime fans, were like, Mind Game was the shit. Yeah. And so, you know, Mind Game was one of his early successes. Um, I love Keimonozume. He's clearly someone who are also is like an animation kind of a yeah. otaku. Because I feel like maybe even everyone working in the anime industry isn't like an anime otaku. Like they don't yeah. care. But like this guy, he he respects directors. He respects the process, and he yeah. uh, wants to tell us in art visual form of like why can't we have all the cool stuff in anime? And you know <laughs> yeah. the, the the producer comes and like lays a bunch of bills on the table and is like this is why. This is why. <laughs> um, and like. One quick aside, um, Lou Over the Wall, um, uh, a Yuasa film from 2017, was just added to Netflix. So everybody who's listening to this should go watch that movie. Uh, it's really good. Everyone listening to this in the U.S., I might Everyone add. listening to this in the U.S. should go watch that. Um, it's really good. But, um, but everyone, it, it, oh, Go on. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, people should, people should just watch this stuff because, you know, we're, there are so few, in my opinion, there are so few directors that reach the, um, like, the movie status. You know, um, we had this conversation when we talked about uh, Millennium Actress. Like, Satoshi Kon uh, was the, was like the contender for Miyazaki in terms of taking the mantle of, you know, the like a pioneer in terms of directing anime. Um, and now we're very fortunate because we have um, people like um, Makoto Shinkai, who's doing great work, um, and his movies are getting international acclaim, like Your Name and Weathering with You, Weathering for You, Weathering mm-hmm. with You. Um, but like, I'm hoping that Masaki Yuasa and his team at Science Saru, um, I, they're having a moment, and I'm happy for them because I think that we need, we need people. At the very least, we need people that bug Miyazaki so much that he comes out of retirement and makes more movies. Um, you know, because he always wants to. Well, the joke is Miyazaki always wants to be the best, and so after Your Name was so successful, he's like, I have to make another movie because I have to be better than this. Um, mm. So he can just he can just retire. Yeah, I think they're I they're thinking want, about like crowdfunding joke. his next movie. I think I don't even want to joke. He should just stop making movies. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Everything's great. We'll give it, I guess, a proper review. Uh, yeah. When it comes out. But, Once it's finished, uh, and we can like, I want to watch it off like from the top. Yeah, but I, I, I was thinking about this just now while as we've been talking. Like, it's probably worthless. I mean, it's not going to add anything to wait till the end, except for to be like, we saw the whole thing. But because it's not, as I was saying, like uh, an epic story. Like yeah. we, we get the gist of it at this point, and I think <laughs> we could probably review it full on without having seen the last parts, but. Yeah, I want to well, we know. Obviously, watch the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And I want to know. Um, every time they've kind of completed an animation project, there's kind of been a little prophetic um, musing that goes over top of the the reveal of the animation. And I'm really interested how um, this will kind of conclude. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, another thing I'm interested in watching, I mean, not to shift gears super abruptly, yeah. but you it, it reminded me of this when you said, uh, Netflix, 
is are you can people in america right now watch the new trigger show the brand new beast or whatever the heck uh brand new animals no yeah yeah no No, it's gonna be in netflix jail i'm so pissed for you it is i mean it's here for me right now i can watch it i hate you so much um no it it really sucks like yeah this will you're gonna get me all worked up and angry before i have to go but like <laughs> that, was I'm the, so, that was the intention i'm so pissed you know it's like i'm great that trigger like got to hook up with netflix to produce this anime and it looks really awesome they just revealed the trailer for it um you know oh, did it's, they? i mean it's yeah out. you can watch it if you want uh, um but like <laughs> netflix in the united states for some stupid reason doesn't release a series until it's done airing and so it's going to be in Netflix jail for a whole season. And that just sucks because it's like this team that's working on is really good and um, triggers on kind of a hot streak right now following Promare. Uh, and I just want to see it because it looks really interesting. I mean, uh, you could find it. It's yeah. not like unseeable. Yeah, that's true. Because it comes out... Uh, actually, I mean, it's not coming out weekly. Like the... the what has dropped right now is the first six episodes in Japan. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, so Damn. you can watch. That's awesome. They're coming out in, like, these chunks. Okay. So you can, I mean, I tried finding sub subs of it, because it actually didn't release subtitled in yeah. here. So I tried finding subs of it, and there are none yet, because mm. it just it dropped, like, yesterday. So Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Hopefully tonight we can start watching it. Uh, I'm so jealous. Uh, it looks really interesting. Um, I'm super excited because um, it was revealed a while back that SSSS Gridman is getting a sequel. Um, Great. Trigger's going to do because it made a ton of money because it's really good. And some people on this call should watch it. Uh, what would you, this this recording session? This, uh, this, this tele, this like satellite telecast. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I like to think of us as... Um, you know, we're in like one of those lane chat rooms. What would your, if okay, so if you were uh, a, like a disembodied voice in a chat room in the wire, mm-hmm. what would what would represent you? You know, like Lane would run into like those talking lips or like just the long legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's tough. I never. This is like a. This is not an on the spot kind of question, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something ridiculous like um. I don't know, like a, like a vacuum tube. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> or something. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would be like a, um, like one of those emergent, like one of the lights that you can kind of like stick on top of your car if you're like a police officer or a firefighter that's like has to drive through a scene, but you have like a normal vehicle. Like I think it'd be oh, one of those. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you get all worked up, it like spins flashes too much. Yeah. 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 And that's the future we could have had instead of this crap. Well, I mean, it's we're getting the the Acura future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Don't worry, we're getting yeah. our dystopian cyberpunk future that we've always wanted. It's 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 basically hey. uh, right around the corner. <laughs> hey, don't joke, man. You're in Tokyo, man. Twenty twenty yeah. Olympics were nuked. Well, no, that that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it was the Olympics, but that's when the nuclear bomb goes off in Tokyo during the 2020 Olympics, right? Uh, no, no, no nuclear bomb goes off. It's it's the Akira. Like, like are they preparing the, for the 2020 Olympics? The, uh, 
No, no, it's before. It's it happens like in the nineties or something. Like, oh, okay. All of a sudden, like Akira's brain explodes, right? And it yeah, does like the the singularity event. But then it cause it triggers World War Three. Gotcha. But then okay. they're they're starting to rebuild, and then the twenty twenty Olympics are like coming <laughs> we, up. We have gone so far afield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I had um, to like explain Akira to you. Sorry, <laughs> like, I'll go get out the giant copy yeah, of it. Go reread it. Sorry, uh, actually the. Yeah, well, the manga is much different than the anime, anyway. Yeah, totally. Um, ah, this is good. I'm glad we got a chance to catch up. Yeah, this is nice. Um, I'll edit this up, but not before I post the other episodes. Perfect. <laughs> and, yeah. That's Should all I pretty much off? got. Um, make sure you go to our website at www.anniebrospodcast.com. Uh, once again, if you want to visit our other affiliates, go to anniebrushcreative.com. Uh, but I wouldn't bother with that. <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, uh, if you go to our website, um, like Laban said, anniebrushcreative.com, um, our actual, our, our sister podcasts have been um, actually really productive lately. Uh, recommendations from my otaku spouse. Uh, we're a married couple, recommends nerdy content to each other to review um and resurrected from the great beyond uh a new episode of fujoshi trash talk um was posted that's actually a pretty good primer if someone is looking to uh ruin their lives and get into bl yeah probably don't (laughs) listen to that one uh that's pretty much all we got for you this this uh this fine day yeah i'm just gonna it is a fine day for me uh enjoy your hellscape yeah, thank you. Um, if you want to find, you can find us on Twitter at Annie Bros Creative, um, and you can find me at Sakoku underscore Otaku. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm at Laban Both on Twitter. I post almost nothing, but I lurk and read everyone's stuff. And if I get real worked up uh, about something, I'll I'll say something. <laughs> Most of it. my anime tweets are are designed to try and get you riled up. That's like just <laughs> full on a serious anime. Right now. Yeah, well, I mean, again, this isn't a political podcast, but uh, <laughs> anime, getting me wild up about anime is like taking a like like third row back seat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have time to care about anime. There are more pressing <laughs> things to be an anime, I mean, a uh, uh, keyboard warrior about, but... Yeah, totally. Register to vote, Americans. Well, it's, it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. It's fucking pointless. <laughs> it's... I mean, get registered to get suppressed. How about that? There you go. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that happy note. Go watch Azo again. Yep, watch Azo again and uh, enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, you're not a real fan of anime. How Ooh. About that? <laughs> there you go. I didn't go that far, but yeah, maybe it's true. Uh, all right, well, goodbye. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Don't die from the virus. Yes, wash your hands. I would say if you don't enjoy it, you're not, you're not like it's okay not to enjoy it. But it, it maybe it would suggest that you're not here for anime. You're here for the stories, which is totally okay. There's some of us that are here for like the animation nerds. Oh. Anyway. <laughs>
No, I just, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> Think about that, and we'll do that for the full review. Alright. Okay. <laughs>